Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is Maureen talking about Step 3. Hi everyone, my name's Maureen and I'm an alcoholic. I'm gratefully sober today and very, very honoured to be um, part of the Steps Weekend and congratulate Heidelberg and their fantastic effort to get this up and going for this weekend. Um, I, uh, of all steps, I'm incredibly privileged to be given the honour of um, sharing it on Step 3. And I thought it was quite an irony when I did get it. I I know that my God and my understanding has got a great sense of humour. Because um, leading up to this, um, I'd said yes to this, and I live in Bright in North East Victoria, and my son graduated in um, Canberra on Thursday. So I've done that, right, I'm going to be right to Canberra, then to get down to here. So I'm doing the, when, when, what step have I got and what, what day am I on, et cetera, et cetera. And then when um, Dana said to me, you've got step three, I went, ooh, of all steps, you know, the, uh, what I wasn't practising in the lead up to today was step three, in that, you know, I'll just accept whatever happens to me and whatever gets given to me is a privilege to be here. And So I had a great... For me, it was a great lead into... Because then, then my head goes into, oh, my God, I need to prepare. I need to prepare. You know, do I get the thesis out? Do I write notes and all that? And, and I thought, good God, here we are. Get back to what is step three about? And for me, I just thought... At the end of the day, my experience, strength and hope has enabled me to be sober for 20 years and nine months. And, 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 and for me, that integral part, because step one and two for me was that admittance and acceptance of exactly what I am and what I am is somebody that is incredibly powerless over alcohol, people, places and things, and my life can and does become very unmanageable. I had to accept the fact that uh, nothing but a higher power would be something that would be able to, to work in my life to be able to put the drink down for me. And, and that was, um, you know, I was given that gift over 20, over 20 years ago today. But that didn't mean that then my life was like, this is grouse, you know, isn't this fantastic? I mean, it was grouse because I wasn't drinking. And for that I'll always be eternally grateful that I was able to put down the drink. But my life was unmanageable in so many, so many ways. And for, and for 38 years, I'd lived a life of, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. And, and, and putting absolutely everything I could into order and living this tight, um, stressful life of somebody um, that was not at all happy, had absolutely and utterly no concept whatsoever of turning inward for my um, for my happiness and, and my and my joy, to, to to try and connect. You know that being said, I always had what I now understand and what I believe is my God voice, and you know, and God for me is a, is a higher power. It's a it's a universal force. It's not a religious God. Um, and but me saying that, I've got respect for anyone that uses the religion as, as their way to God. I think for me, any way that we can get a, a contact with something is important. But I always had what I what I call my God voice. I always had that like, oh, do you reckon that's a good idea? Do you reckon that's a good idea? Yes, you know, going to save the world and don't bother thinking because I'll do your thinking for you. You know, all that stuff that in my life is about always trying to control things, control, control. And that was, you know, 38 years of being that person, it's not easy to turn around, you know. And, and, and so I, I came to understand that, you know, 
for me, I had to accept those first two steps before I could put a really um, a, a concerted effort into the into the third step. And, and you know, and, and I'd say to people, "What spirituality? What spirituality? Is it inside me? Is it outside me?" And you know, I had a beautiful sponsor at the time, and she said, um, "Go," you know. And I lived, I moved at five months sober to to Bright, where I live today. And uh, we bought a caravan park. Don't suggest that's a good idea for anyone. Just, just saying. Crackers, absolutely crackers I was. And, um, and they'd say, go and find a God spot. So I'd, you know, I'd run down the, um, the back of the park and I could see Mount Bogong and I could see Hotham and there were trees. And if you've ever been to Bright, you know that I'm living God's country. And, and I'd go, yeah, 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 trees, mountains, snow, flowers. Where is it? Where is it? You know, I had absolutely and utterly no concepts, but I just knew that this is what I needed to do, you know, and, and I became willing, you know, I became really, 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 really willing to do this, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, and, and, and you know, along, the, along my ride, you know, I've had um, people put into my life, you know, at a year sober I went um, into rehab, you're not well if you're going to rehab at a year sober, I'm just telling you. You know, and, and, and I did the steps in a chronological order there, you know, and, and I don't regret anything I've done. I don't regret going to, um, to, to rehab. I don't regret... I haven't picked up a drink and I've been able to slowly, slowly come to know me, but I understand at the same time I was my will, you know. I'm right, I'll be right, I'll work it out, etc. So, you know, I did this chronological thing, but what that, what that chronological... Um, way through the steps for me was about me still living in the blame you know that's what happened because they did this to me etc and then you know and, and then all these different things happened and um at six years sober I um came across somebody in my life and uh I loved what she had I knew this woman from the from the start of my sobriety and this woman um became my sponsor uh and I I wanted to do the steps with her straight away and um she had other um other ideas, you know. She ha she had other people, so I had to wait my turn. I had to learn to be uh, humble enough to wait. And in that process, you know, I was doing all the things that were suggested. I was reading the books, but I wasn't clearly taking in the third step. I understand today because I just, you know, if I had it all right and if I just put everyone into their right place, I'd be fine. And anyway, I, I went through the steps with this lady, and I remember that my experience with the third step and seeing exactly what it was and, 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 and seeing what I needed to do for myself because you mean at the end of the day what it's as clear as anything I, all I've got to do is make a decision you know I can make that decision I can turn my you know for me every single morning as I wake as I wake up I make a commitment to the first three steps I commit to knowing my powerlessness and that, I, and that God's the only one that can change it for me and to please God let me be the best version of me and to you know, um, free me from the burden of self, um, bondage of self, so I can better do your will. And, and, I, and I do that every day. But that doesn't mean that every day I just go along and you know, throw flowers on the world and you know, sing hallelujah, because um, I get in there. You know, I, I'm, I'm not very tall, but by God, I can look tall. You know, when, when I'm annoyed, you know, I'm out there and, and everyone's, you know, if you're in my way. But it's, I've just had so many, so many examples, you know, of those times. And this, late, and this lady that was my sponsor continually said, where's God in this? Where's God in this? You know, and that's something that I, I'm always saying to myself, you know, where's God in this? 
and those things, you know, and, and my biggest, my biggest um, uh, trip in life, you know, I, I've worked with people, um, you know, I was very unfortunate, I worked with lots of idiots, uh-huh, you know, and there's always, in all of my life's hassles, in all my life's um, distresses, there's always been one common denominator and it's been me. And I've been the one that has stood in the way that, um, you know, when I, when, when, I, when I go through, you know, when I'm annoyed with somebody and I'll say they've been arrogant and they've been this and they've been that, invariably I'll come back to that second column and go, good God, that's what I've been. And it is that part. You know, and, and I've worked with people and I've, I've you know, I've, um, I've written reams of paperwork on, on people. And I've got to say that the people around me are changing. Go figure. You know, because I, I, I see those people differently and I react differently to that, that person. You know, there's a little Morsey in me that's um, screaming to be, a no, to be noticed, screaming, you know, pick me, pick me, notice me, notice me. But then when you get too close, it's like, ooh, back off, back off, you know, ooh, and, and all that stuff. So it's been that part of me that's been able to um, see that I'm just one amongst men. You know that, that I am. You know that that part of me that asks God, that that, that part of me that takes a pause. You know, I, I, I was preparing as I was just about to come down today. I was doing the. Um, oh my God, I'm so nervous. And I've been, I've been told if you're um, if you're not nervous, you're arrogant. And uh, you know, apparently I haven't got an arrogant bone in my body. <laughs> you know, you know, just that, that part of being so nervous. But it, you know, th- but I took that time to to connect with God. You know, all I've got is my experience, strength and hope and it's enabled me to get, keep sober today. But those things, you know, the, 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 one, the people that mean the most to me in the whole wide world are my family and that's been the hardest, hardest, hardest place for me to be the best version of me and, and to enable, you know, I, and I always think of that, to enable them to be adults. I mean, the, that pride in me, that, that, the great I that thinks I know everything is, is, not, is not right. Thank you. Um, you know, it's that part of me that understands that these people in my life, that I need to be the best, uh, the best version of me. And, and, and in doing that, you know, there's been many, many, many things that have happened in my life that I've been able to practice this. And there's been lots and lots of times. Um, I've got a, a, my middle son is 31, the one that's just graduated, which is just an absolute miracle in itself. He took 10 years to do a, um, a degree and he... Um, He's been sick all his life and he had a heart transplant um, two and a half years ago. You know, and in the, in the road of him being un- very unwell and all those sort of stuff, the, the me, the, you know, the um, ego, the ego in me has been you know, like, you should be saying this and you should be saying that, but I've learnt to shut up. You know, I, I was able to be available and be with him um, at times where, where his life was in, in, in balance. You know, and, in, uh, and I can remember the date, you know, 22nd of um, July 2006, he'd been overseas for a year doing a, a placement and come home and he had several clots in his heart and he, he was very, very ill and he was in the um, Monash, um, Monash um, Medical Centre and, and a cardiologist came out to us and, um, and his father and I aren't together but um, we were both there and a cardiologist came out and said to us, um, uh, your son's going to die. Uh, and and I remember at the time, and he said, "But all oh, we've got, but we've also got a drug um, that we can give him that um, may save his life, but it's experimental, so we don't know what we can do. What what do you want to do?" And we said, "We've got no other choice. 
you need to give him the drug. You know, and to leave him that night was one of the hardest things I've done because, in, you know, in amongst this, my natural instinct is to be, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? It wasn't my place. And I just knew that when I left him, sitting in the car, crying my eyes out, going to sleep that night, that I was putting him in the loving arms of a higher power. And it was about God's will, not my will. You know, and we've had, and you know, and thank God I can say, you know, obviously graduated, he, he's survived that. And, you know, and, and, and in May 2015, um, excuse me, you know, we got the call that, you know, he's given the, been given the gift of a life-saving heart. And um, I'll never forget, you know, I was in Bright, he was in Sydney. Five hours later, I'm standing next to his bed. And then as he's um, being wheeled into the... Um, uh, operating theatre. I'm in the outside operating theatre and holding his hand, giving him a hug and saying, in my head, go with God, because my kids aren't really into the God stuff, you know, and they don't have to be, you know, and I don't shout any of this stuff. I'll say, you know, thank God for this and, and all that, and this is meant to be, and they'll go, oh, here's mum with her AA stuff, you know, and, and that's okay, but invariably I hear them sometimes saying, oh, this is the way it's meant to be, and I go, go! You know, and, and all that stuff, you know. And, I, you know, that boy, young man, sorry, young man was taken into that theatre and not knowing whether I'd see him again. You know, and knowing in amongst all this stuff, I've always, you know, this is, this is the time for me to practice this stuff. And it's that part of me that, you know, you know, having loving people around me, what I've learned in Alcoholics Anonymous is about that turning inside to look after myself. I am absolutely 100% responsible for my happiness. Everybody else is a byproduct of my happiness. And when I, when I can live in that, oh, God, it's a grouse world, I'm telling you. you know, and, and it's when I get caught in that they didn't, she should have, why didn't they? You know, all that sort of stuff is when I get in trouble. You know, and, and, you know, and, and I was able to, that was at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon at 2am on the 3rd of um, May 2015, I was able to hold a warm heart hand of my son and I remember I said, oh my God, his hand's warm. And I'm a nurse, so I should be able to work this out. His um, hand's warm and they said, you know why his hand's warm? No, I'd say. And they said, because his heart's beating. You know? So I've been able to, 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 live that, to live that life of being the best I can for them and being able to take, you know, I took four months off, um, off work, I was able to be the carer for him, to be available and not to expect the accolades, you know, because my life's been about I want everyone to, you know, stand up and go, Morsey, Morsey, you know, and, um, you know, and, but, you know, that's not what it's about. I need to stand up and go, Morsey, Morsey. The Al- Alcoholics Anonymous um, has enabled me to be able to get in touch with me to know that I'm enough. And when I first got sober, my first ever sponsor spoke about being comfortable in her skin. And it was the most unbelievable thing. I remember thinking, that's what I want, because my skin was really uncomfortable because I was always outward looking to see what you would think of me, never bringing God into it. Yeah, and, and, and as I say, my loved ones today, you know, I, I'm always put the pause in Maureen, you know, shut up, shut up. And those times I say, please, God, what do I say here? And sometimes it's nothing. And then I'll do the, I mean, I must look like a nutter because I'll do the, oh, gotcha, you know, and, and say nothing. You know, it's not my place, you know. Um, you know, and, and I'm talking about my kids because they're just integral in my life because I've been far more sober than I've been drunk with my kids. They were 12, 
10 and 6, they're now really old. Um, and, you know, and, and I've been part of that. And, you know, a short 12 months after that boy um, had his heart and, and quite well, his brother got um, colorectal cancer. And, um, and he's a married man. And, my God, living with a... You know, being part of somebody that's married and not being able to get in there, I've had to use the third step in every single step of the way. Yeah, that part of me that's been able to be... I need to be invited in. Your will, God, if this is to be. There are so many examples that I could tell you of, of times that I have been <clears throat> able to be part of their lives and be able to, you know, in amongst that a baby was born two weeks after his radiation had finished. You know, he, he's very well today. You know, his brother's well. My daughter's had a baby. I've been able to be a grandmother and a sober grandmother and, a, and a, one that's able to act like an idiot. And I, I'm brilliant at that job. You know, um, I, I've, I've been born to be a grandma, I think, you know, and, and all that stuff. You know, I just know that God's an integral part of my life. It's that part of me that each morning and each day and each minute at times, when I get caught up in that stuff. And I know when it's not, you know. And please go, what is the right thing here? And often it is to shut up, you know. And, and often it is that opportunity to be and not to be in a, in a crowd and think, pick me, pick me, just accept it for what it is. And, 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 the, and the rewards have been uh, uh, amazing, you know, um, you know. To be part of a graduation, to be part of being a grandma and to be the best worker I can be. Um, I think I'm going to um, finish at 18 minutes. Okay, thanks so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you, Maureen. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au. Thanks for letting us share.